the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I know this will be hard for you to grasp. The fact is, it appears they screwed up the timing on the two doses of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine that many of you have received. Uh, This according to Dr. Marty McCarry, who has been uh, sand in the oyster of the Fauci's, the uh, Francis Collins, the Rochelle Walensky's, uh, preaching the merits of vaccines and the two-dose vaccines and getting them a couple weeks after the second dose after you get the first dose a few weeks later. I was in Arizona recently visiting with my uh, in-laws, and they have been vaccinated. Dose number one. And I said, when are you going back for your second dose? And they said, three or four months. They said they've been told by someone close to them who's a medical professional that they would do better with the vaccine regimen if they spaced the vaccines out several months. I Fine with me. I don't know. And then today I come across this story from Dr. Marty McCarry. He said most Americans who were told they had to get their second dose within a month, he told his original vaccinator, I will be back for my second dose at three months. He said she got flustered and treated me like I was a fugitive of the law. But a growing body of evidence over the last several months has shown that the longer interval between dose number one and dose number two provides better immunity in the long term, and it may eliminate the need for a booster shot that's now being recommended. In fact, Pfizer got the approval for its booster shot for people who are elderly and immunocompromised today. Uh, University of Birmingham researchers have found that delaying the second Pfizer dose to 12 weeks after the first, so three months, not three weeks, Three months, and again, this is a university, Birmingham, England. If you wait, the second dose gives you a three and a half times greater antibody response in older people. Way to go, Dad. Way to go, Mom. Uh, The increase is likely even greater in a younger control group. Here's the quote from one of the researchers. An extended interval may help to sustain immunity against COVID-19 over the longer term and further provide the clinical efficacy of this powerful vaccine platform. Another crucial element of vaccination that it appears our esteemed health betters have gotten wrong. People don't like being lied to. They don't like being misled. They don't like 
being given even well-intentioned information that's wrong on something as consequential as vaccines. The reason now believed why booster shots may be necessary for waning immunity to whatever extent a COVID vaccination offers immunity is because when you do two doses too close together, the belief is that your body receives it as one vaccine. You don't get the whole benefit of the two shots when you do them too close together. So I understand the urgency to get the vaccines out. I do. Trump wanted them out before the election. He thought it would sway the election. I never had the fear of COVID that some people have, but I understand it's real. You're entitled to that fear. It's fine. I believe I was fortunate to have a mild case of COVID, to develop antibodies on my own, natural immunity. Yeah, I know this will be, this is the tinfoil hat portion of the program. I actually do believe in the divinely designed body God gave me and the natural immunity that it uh, provides. <laughs> but they got to start getting this stuff right. And the problem now is they've gotten so much stuff wrong, there's no more grace given on this topic. The people who are pro-vaccine, they just think you're stupid if you don't get the vaccine. I've seen this cause strife, disagreement in marriages, which is silly, by the way. But it's real. In families, particularly those who have kids that don't live in the home anymore, empty nesters. Oh, their parents are, they won't get vaccinated. The politics differ. The viewpoints of the vaccine differ. I don't see this going away anytime soon. We argue about it at school board meetings. We argue about it in schools. How many different pieces? What would the legislature do if they didn't have vaccine or mask-related legislation to debate? Uh, Speaking of, Jennifer Gross, the lady in the Ohio legislature who is pushing House Bill 248, which would eliminate vaccine mandates, mask mandates around the state of Ohio. Uh, She's been trying to jam that through to get a vote on it. And in doing so, she's angered Republican House leadership in a petulant and uh, petty move. House leadership has booted Jennifer Gross off the House Health Committee because they didn't like the way she was trying to get her bill voted on. Imagine that, a legislator who proposes a bill and would actually like for you to take action on it. The temerity. Didn't go through channels. Sorry, you're off. I would hope we'd be uh, better than that, but (laughs) of course I would hope in vain. Now the news is not all bad. On the school board mask front, there are actually districts in the state of Ohio that are rescinding mask mandates. Good for you, Centerburg schools. Good for you, Coshocton schools. Now, I would consider both of these districts to lean rural. Knox County, Coshocton County. It's not exactly Franklin County, not exactly Hamilton County, Cuyahoga County. And what really found refreshing the viewpoints expressed for why these mandates have been rescinded. Uh, Here is a quote 
from a Centerburg school superintendent. The policy of the district is that the family can choose to have their child wear a mask or not wear a mask. Yes! Yes! Coshocton Board of Education voted 4-1. to one. The president of the board was the one. Here's his comment. Other board members felt the majority of parents did not want the mask mandate and voted accordingly. So they did what the state's own website says to candidates running for school board, which is your responsibility is to vote the will of the people who elected you. Aha. I know it's rare, but it's refreshing when it does happen and it still is happening in Coshocton, at least from four of the five board members. The president of the board, though, Jeray Butcher, says, I voted with the opinion that masking would allow more students to stay in the classroom instead of being quarantined, as instructed by Ohio Department of Health and local health departments. Well, I'm going to assume that your intentions are noble, but that's not your job. It's not your job to vote according to what you think. It's your job to vote according to what your constituents want you to do. So, I also think that The Ohio Health Department's quarantine procedures are silly and indefensible. For instance, at my kid's school, you do not have to wear a mask. They strongly encourage it. But the rule is, the health department rule is, if you're in a room with someone who tests positive for COVID, a student who tests positive or a teacher who tests positive for COVID, if you're in that room and you don't have a mask on, you could be sitting clear across the room. You could be sitting in the back of the room. The person who tests positive could be sitting in the front of the room. I'm going to assume that the kid sitting in the front of the room with COVID is not like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. I'm going to assume their head is not spinning around 360 degrees, spewing droplets into the back of the room. If they're facing forward, probably the droplets are going to head forward. Yet, if you're a student sitting in the back of the room without a mask, and the person in the front of the room without the spinning head Test positive, you in the back of the room are quarantined for 10 days. You're not tested to see if you're positive or negative. You're just quarantined. You are quarantined because you were in a room where someone has COVID. But, but, if you are in the room and you are sitting anywhere in the room with a mask on, a mask that scientifically has not been proven to keep you from getting COVID, If you have the virtue signaling mask on, in other words, if you are projecting to others, I am concerned enough about COVID that I'm willing to muzzle myself, hide my countenance from my classmates, impede my own breathing and suck in my own CO2. If you do that, then you don't have to quarantine. You don't have to test either. Can you get COVID while wearing a mask in a room? With someone else who's COVID positive? Yes, you can. Does the health department care enough about really finding out whether you have COVID or not to test you? No, they don't. They just want to know if you appear to be following their edicts. If you appear to be following their edicts, then you're okay. 
If you're not following their edicts, even if you're not really in any danger, and I would argue if you're in the back of the room and the person in the front of the room is positive, you're not in any danger. You have to quarantine for 10 days. It makes no sense to me. None of it makes any sense to me, scientifically. Politically, it makes perfect sense to me. It's all about identification of the uncooperative and marginalization of the uncooperative. That is the area on which it makes sense. Scientifically, it never has and never will make any sense. I saw some video today of the fight, I guess. I can say fight. If I said riot, somebody would say, oh, it's not a riot. sure looked like a riot to me at Westland High School yesterday morning. Uh, Supposed gang activity involved in this, uh, or at least the genesis of this uh, really, really scary footage. Uh, I mean, this was not a, what do you envision when I say fight? A school fight is usually like a push, a shove. No, no, no. This was full-bore punches being thrown by multiple students. Teachers knocked to the ground, uh, courageously trying to intervene, but knocked to the ground uh, and hurt. Uh, there were reports there were shots fired. There were reports that there were you know knives out. I, those are not confirmed, and I would say at this juncture, uh, not true. They did detain some students, but this supposedly is a bleed-over, that's an unfortunate choice of words, is a carryover of gang, of of a gang-related matter. Uh, The email yesterday from Westland Principal Dr. James Miller said, the safety of our students and staff is always the highest importance. Everything's under control. There's a neighborhood incident that spilled over into Westland, resulting in a physical altercation involving several law enforcement Several students, law enforcement was on site, and additional officers responded rapidly to control the situation. So they've increased their police presence, oh, sorry, school resource officer presence at the school, and they should. Um, boy, that's just, uh, that shouldn't happen. It should not happen at any school, and they should uh, boot those kids out who did it um, and who can't seem to uh, stay within the lines of civil behavior. Uh, now, one of uh, one of the great pleasures that I have here at ninety eight ninety Answer is uh, witnessing the comedy act between Peter Ducey and Jen Psaki every day. I'll get to the latest from that first. I would like to talk with David, who's called eight four four talk nine eight nine eight four four talk nine eight nine. David, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How you doing, sir? Very good. All right. So, um, just the premises, I guess. I work in a penitentiary. Um, this whole thing. Of course, you've had the craziness, uh, you know, like most mainstream. Um, I personally, our family, we don't vaccinate and not need vaccination for the COVID and the vaccine and all that. So having said that, I was just curious. Um, most of the hosts on this station probably adhere to, the, I think, along the same lines that you do it. People who are your 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 call is your call is dropping periodically on me, David. I really want you to be heard on the air. So I don't know if you're moving or what, but could you start again? You say most of the hosts on this station have what? Um, Can you hear me better now? I can. Yes, sir. Okay, so I just most of the hosts I think on on this station 
adhere to or, you know, go on the same lines that you do and, and myself, I think, and just the overall feeling of the vaccines itself, like the, the proven things that are, are and are not in the masking, all that stuff. I guess my, my question or just comment would be, but there are at least one host I know I used to listen to in the morning um, who just is so pro-vaccine, like, get it, take it, please, get the yeah. booster, get yeah. the kit done, all that. I just... That's Hugh Hewitt, I, guess, I would assume. That's what I've heard. Yeah, Hugh, I, yeah. I, yeah, it is. It is. I, I guess I didn't want to say Hugh's name, but it is. Yeah, yeah Hugh, is, Hugh is a... I mean, I like Hugh from the aspect he's he's good on, you know, being very conservative on governmental issues. Mm-hmm. But it's like this whole vaccine thing. I mean, he just was like, it's, you know, do it, get it, you need to. I'm going to get my booster. I'm, you yeah. know, just... And I guess I'm just with just your thoughts on the fact with the people out there who are just just don't even do their own research or even look at even the stuff that's face value. You don't have to go to the obscure sites and things like that. If you just actually get into and just read and look at the CDC's information that they put out that everybody wants to refer to, even we'll even tell you in there the, the back and forth and the uncertainties of their own findings and things like that. I'm just curious. I'll hang up unless you just, I guess, comment on that. I'm just yeah. curious on what you thought about you know, just those types of people and how you are ever going to get people with that mindset to even see like what's in front of their face yeah well you ask a good question and i appreciate it and i'm not i'm not ashamed to you know say hugh and i differ on this uh and here's here's where we differ here's my view of vaccines and masks and all that i'm a big believer in all walks of life that you have to know what you believe and you have to know why you believe it i believe there's great peace comfort and certainty in that knowing what you believe and knowing why you believe it. I don't believe you should take what you believe and try to uh, beat others down with it. Uh, my authentic, the, the most authentic thing in my life is my faith in Christ. I love to save, share it with other people. I would love for them to adopt it because of what it can do for them, not because it gets me any kind of gold star. But I'm not going to browbeat people with it. It's their personal choice. Likewise, a vaccine is a person's personal choice. I have many good friends who've gotten vaccinated. Many people at my church who've been vaccinated. Some because of where they work and they have to. Some because they genuinely believe in it. That's fine. My timetable is such that I got COVID in December. I had a physical in February. I had the antibodies. My doctor said, you don't need a vaccine. Wait six months. If you want to get it, then great. He would like for me to get it. I have been impacted by what I know are anecdotal stories of side effects of getting the shot, things that have gone south for people after they've gotten the shot, whether coincidental or causal, I don't know. I just know I know the circumstances. And so I know what I believe about this particular vaccine, and I know why I believe it. I've talked to my wife and kids about it. We have decided we're not getting it. Now, if I get COVID next week and I die, we've had this conversation too. It will not mean that we made a bad decision for us. It will mean that God's in control of our life and what happened to us happened because he allowed it to happen or he caused it to happen. It's his will for our life. I've gotten tetanus shots. My daughter's getting a tetanus shot tomorrow. I'm not anti-vax. But on this particular thing, I believe it has been politicized to the point that I am not comfortable that I'm getting the truth from people who are browbeating me to get it. 
I know they've gotten it. So I don't I don't believe there's anything intentionally nefarious in it. I just have to have consistency in what's been told to me about it. And I haven't gotten that consistency. But I'm not telling you what to do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.